culture. Yeah, we should add something about vault too. Yeah, like for about sure. how it's like we're trying to change the culture. Yeah, absolutely. So we were just talking about high school sports. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I think um, I, I think we've lost our way a little bit, you know, as a as a society when it comes to all of youth sports. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's you know, high school sports used to be so pure and, and honest and, and a place where you know you kind of represented your community, right, where you lived and where you grew up, and right. it meant something. You know, now you've got kids transferring every other three or year. four months, every other year, every other season. Um, if kids roll in that are like into four schools in four years. Yeah, well, those are facts, you know, and, and I, I just feel like um, everything is geared towards results, right? And, and that's kind of the culture that we're stuck in. Everything's about winning. What have you done for me lately? And uh, everybody wants short-term satisfaction, yeah, you know, immediate gains, you know, the things like the process and, and things like the journey that we're real big on in our programs. Um, I think have lost its way a little bit because everyone is so fixated on, you know, I guess status and titles and names and right. recognition and ego and all of that stuff that at the end of the day doesn't really matter. Yeah. So. All right. You say um, our program. So what programs do you oversee and do you like, are you in charge of? Yeah. yeah I currently um, head up the boys and girls tennis and soccer operations okay. um, throughout the school year. So in the fall, I'm, I'm pretty heavily involved with our middle school and upper school girls tennis program. And in the winter, I oversee all of the soccer operations from lower school to middle school to upper school. And then in the spring, I'll transition back to the boys tennis side of things. Um, so you got a lot to handle. I mean, you're... Yeah, quite a bit. In, in addition to the, the coaching, um, I'm very fortunate to, to work with all the student athletes who are looking to play in college. Right. So I help them with kind of that recruiting process, and I serve as kind of the athletic liaison. Yeah. Um, and then recently, Mr. Moyal and I started this project called Vault, you know, Viewpoint Athletic Leadership mm-hmm. Team. Um, we're basically trying to enhance and, and better ourselves, you know, from, from top to bottom. And we're, the Vault is trying to change... Like, Vault's mission, at least how it's explained to us and how we've been taking it, is that it's trying to change the culture of viewpoint athletics. And that we it's about the journey and not about the short-term success. And that we should be sharing our athletes and supporting each other um, rather yeah. than just, you know, passing the ball to your score every play. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's hard because anytime anything grows, you know, and, and gets bigger... Um, it's hard to also maintain the same quality, you know, that it once had when it was smaller. And Viewpoint, as everyone knows, in the last decade or so, that the athletic department has really, has really blown up. You know, we've won a ton of CIF titles and league titles and all yeah. that good stuff. And um, I think with that, you know, um, comes a certain responsibility that each head coach feels that they're responsible for their, their own program. Um, and so I think many, many, many years ago, decades ago, uh, it, it was different. You know, there were a lot more multiple sport athletes. You know, there, I think there was a, a better community amongst the student athletes because so many players were playing for multiple coaches and visions and philosophies. Right. Um, and so the idea behind Vault really was to create an environment and a platform where we can invite the leaders of all of the upper school teams, um, put them in a classroom and, and basically give them a platform to kind of, you know, just communicate and talk and share stories and bounce ideas off of one another, you know, because 
we, in some ways or another, um, you know, it, it's become very isolated. Each program has kind of become its own entity. And so we felt that from a leadership standpoint, you know, if we're able to get, you know, the football guys with the swimmers, with the cross country, with the soccer, with the basketball, and now we're just talking about, you know, their experiences and what they want, how can, how can we help them enhance their experience? Because at the end of the day, um, from our perspective, this is about creating the best possible environment for all the student athletes. Right. But not just about their experiences. I mean, you learn physically what, like you learn skills physically from playing different sports. I mean, I grew up playing ice hockey in Southern California, which is not a very popular thing. And our coach, who was like a lacrosse coach at Crespi, um, always told us like he was very supportive of us playing basketball and all these other sports. And like, I, it was burning my brain that like, hockey players play golf in their free time and like they play basketball to move laterally and they sprint yep. and they run yep. and they play football and like w if I didn't play those sports growing up like I wouldn't be a strong athlete whatsoever yeah the cross and, training the, the yeah. cross training um versus you know the specialization yeah whereas uh, like we're with our football team <clears throat> like we're it's football lift football lift football lift which is good I mean it's positive because lifting is incredibly healthy and it's making you stronger, but like we're losing the mentality of playing basketball, of like moving laterally and sliding and, and getting like in the right places and communicating differently. Yeah, and I think there's also an aspect of, of fun, yeah. right? I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, it is, I'm as competitive in our program. If you ask anyone that plays for us, you know, our standards are high. We want to compete. And, and of course, who doesn't love to win? But I think amidst this whole chase, you know, it's easy to kind of miss out on what this really is about at the end of the day, you know, and, right. and uh, I think having fun is something that is super important. And, and I think it's also more fun when you're trying things new uh, with a new dynamic uh, around a new set of peers with a new coach, new philosophy. It becomes fresh, you know, instead of the same old, same old for nine, 10, 11 months out of the year. Um, sometimes it's good to mix it up, you know, sometimes it's good. So we're moving forward. You know, I talked about having it be more fun and more about, you know, sharing athletes and stuff like that. Where would you like to see the program, the athletic, the athletics of the school moving forward? Um, you know, I think we, the word community gets thrown around a lot here on Viewpoints Campus, yeah. you know, um, family, all, all the trigger words, you know, when it comes to the athletic arena. Um, I, I think we can get better and are going to continue to look for ways to get better at how do we join all three programs and, and three or three departments, three campuses, you know, the lower school, the middle school and the upper school. Um, there's still a little bit of a disconnect, you know, from the athletic arena perspective. And so part of creating vault was to, you know, hopefully give it a couple of years to pick up some traction and then maybe introduce the idea of vault to the middle school and or even lower school. You know, um, I personally feel that there are so many invaluable lessons that we can be teaching at the fourth and fifth grade level when these kids are just now starting to learn how to compete, what it means to be a competitor, what it means to be a teammate and, and to be a part of something bigger than yourself. We can do a better job, you know, of, of really instilling those values super early on. Um, so as they work their way through fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth, by the time they get to high school, um, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll be a nice little platform to kind of go off of. Yeah, I mean, our football program, we recently, the middle school kind of got revamped, um, and we saw the benefits of that this year, and especially next year, we're going to be getting a couple more guys who have been playing 
high-level tackle football, and they'll be joining as freshmen, and they'll be, you know, really kind of setting a foundation for the team that I think will be really helpful. Yep, yep, 100%. I, I think, you know, um, in, in this day and age where it's just easy to transfer, right? It's just easy to follow a coach. It's just yeah. easy to want to play for your club coach, and it's just easy to go to a team that wins a lot or is on social media, whatever it is. Um, I, I think we can do a better job of developing from within, you know, grassroots and, and really, you know, continue to invest in, in our youth and, and investing in our lower programs. And that includes JV as well. You know, it's always easy to give accolades and recognition to the varsity players and the varsity programs and, and as well as we should. But I love our JV soccer team, for example. You know, these guys are made up of individuals who are passionate about the sport. Every day at lunch, they're on the field playing. Um, some of them may never wear a varsity uniform in four years, you know. And so what does that mean? Should their experience be lessened than the varsity stud? Uh, no, you know, because both guys are here for the same reasons. They're here to get a great education. And if they can continue to play, you know, uh, a sport of passion, you know, it's even better. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So your soccer team had senior night last week, right? Boys soccer team was last week and, and girls, girls is, tonight. is, yeah, girls tonight. Is tonight. Yeah. So up, your upcoming senior night, you want to talk about some of the, the seniors, what they've meant to the program? Wow. We've had uh, Kyle Ann Mackey and Sarah Konopowski have been two of, um, tough, tough to put into words, you know, the, the, influence and, and the effect that they have had amongst this group. Uh, they both came in as freshmen, um, played massive roles as part of that 2017 CIF championship, um, and have ever since just continued to build off of that. This year, they've been instrumental, not only in terms of what they do on the field, um, statistics and all that, it, it looks good and it sounds good, mm -hmm. um, but more so just the impact that they've had with their teammates. You know, this year we've got a big freshman group of seven, um, and I think if you were to ask any one of those seven freshmen, you know, who were one or two of the more influential people on you and why, they would probably say Kylan and Sarah, and, and for similar reasons. You know, these are the girls that reach out to players after games with right. a little individual text pull over somebody in the locker room, have a conversation during training. Um, two of the most humble, high character individuals that I've been a part of, you know, in my last 21 years here at Viewpoint. Yeah. Um, as good as they are for us on the field it is, you know, Kylan's going to go play at Harvard next fall. Um, you would never know it if you saw them. You would never know it if you spent time with them because they're just that humble, you know, um, and so to be able to work with two players and two individuals like Kai and Sarah, really the last four years has been an absolute pleasure for, for all of us on staff. That's great. What about, um, and you, you try to stay connected with the boys as much as you can. Yeah, I love the boys. You know, this year we brought in a great head coach, Chris, um, from Real SoCal, and uh, he was with, he was formerly with the Galaxy Academy as well as the New York Red Bulls Academy. Um, super, you know, humble guy as well, all about culture, uh, has really, I think, enjoyed the last two and a half, three months of getting to know the guys. Um, you know, big, massive senior class where we're losing eight or nine seniors, you know, so it's going to be really tough to replace. But again, is because, you know, you're looking at guys like RL and Sussman and Lunar and Colin and some of these guys that have been with us for, for a while now, you know, Eric Gunnarsson, um, again, as good as they are on the soccer field and we will not be able to replace those guys in terms of the intangibles. Um, they're just good kids, 
you know they they take a lot of pride in in wearing the viewpoint jersey they represent the school they represent the athletic department they do it the right way um and they've been super competitive you know it's just been one of those unlucky seasons where they've been in every game and they've lost most of these games one zero two one um and that's just kind of the way soccer go yeah (laughs) giving up late goals and tying late games and um just falling a little bit short, I think, of, of their expectation going into season. Yeah. Um, but I they think they had a high expectation going into season two. Yeah, they the, I mean, yeah the boys the boys had a had a really good year last year. Made playoffs for the first time in who knows how long. And I think because they returned a lot of their roster, they just assumed that they would be in the mix. And uh, I think they take it they took it for granted. Yeah. Um, and so they've learned some very valuable lessons along yeah. their along their journey and uh you know have really done a good job as of late of sticking together staying connected and really playing for themselves and and for the school at this point yeah so i know the boys team had a lot of seniors the girls team didn't have a lot of seniors do you see a big difference in the way those teams kind of kind of functioned with one having a lot of a lot of older kids maybe a more mature team the other having only two so maybe a little bit younger. Right yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, on the boys' side, it was um, with eight or nine seniors, you know, um, a pretty decent junior group as well. Only a couple sophomores, no real freshmen right now. Um, it, it was a good group, not a great group in terms of dynamic. I, I think uh, some of the senior boys would be the first to tell you that maybe they could have done a little bit more, you know, in terms of team building and, yeah. and stuff off the field. Um, meanwhile, our girls who only had two in terms of numbers – um, their influence is, was just massive, you know, because again, we go back to the little things that make the big things happen. You know, our girls program is a little bit special there. There's just a little something to them in terms of, you know, if you're playing high school varsity soccer for us, you, you better be ready to compete and, and sacrifice and, and be all in. And, uh, I think Kai and Sarah have really just kind of led more by their example, you know, they're not the ones that are going to be shouting and, and, and demanding things no. and, and all that. They're just going to show up and work. And, yeah. and so as incoming players, you just want to be around that, you know. And, and I tell all the younger players, just soak it all up while you can because they're special. Do you think that uh, our freshman year, so what, 2017 soccer yep. team, like those those girls, like shaped them to do that because they were young freshmen going into this, like, to this, this massive yep. team? So like, funny story, to this day, um, Kai still talks to Maya Sandell. Uh-huh. And Maya was part of that group of seven or eight seniors that won a CIF title when Kai and Sarah and Fiona were all freshmen. Um, and I think, to be honest with you, Kai has really done a good job of staying in touch with some of those girls that really took her under their wing when when she was a freshman. Right. And I think, honestly, it's just kind of the coolest part about being a student athlete, right, is now as a senior, it's not even about you. It's about paying it forward. And, and hey, what's your legacy going to be, right? How, what are you leaving behind? Yeah, again, for as good as Kai is, and don't get me wrong, she's special. Um, I mean, she's pretty much accounted for like 90% of our offense in terms of scoring and assisting, right? So you can't replace someone like Kai. It's who she is off the field. It's who she is in the locker room. And that's what we're going to miss the most moving forward. Yeah. Yep. I don't know where else to go from there. I think we (laughs) covered it. Yeah, I think we're good. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Travis. Thanks for the time, guys. Look forward to it. Appreciate it. All right.